So, sort of a interesting little thing here. This is going to be a Let's Chat episode, and you already know that. I don't necessarily know that as the time of this recording. So, where I work, um, I've been here for about two months. It's a warehouse job, but it's a warehouse job that's actually quite cool. There's a lot of cool people, uh, a high turnover rate, which I don't get. The job's pretty straightforward and easy, I guess, because it's a very physical job. You know, you're unloading kegs, you're loading kegs, you're moving around pallets. But, you know, that's that's nothing new to me. But they've implemented a vaccine. Well, they're implementing a vax mandate uh, effective November 2nd at 5 o'clock. This episode might get me in trouble, but whatever. Uh, I think I have a couple co-workers who've listened to the show already. Because we've uh, we've talked about it. It's a horrible idea, by the way. Like, like, don't tell people who you work with that, that you have a podcast. Specifically if it's political. And specifically if you do comedy, you talk shit about people. It might bite you in the ass, but, you know. To me, I kind of say what I say, and if you don't like you don't like it. But, as we cover in this show, fuel stem cells were used in the development and process of manufacturing and developing the COVID-19 vaccine, be it whichever of your picking, they all did it. Uh, you know, Soylent Green is people, and this is Soylent 19. So, I've been working here for a while, uh... They, they had, I've talked about this before, they had people come in and they were giving vac- like vaccinations out in like the break room. I made a report about this too. And they had the same person come in and do the second doses. And I want none of it, you know. We, we, we've gone over on this show with the research coming out of the the, uh, oh, I can't think of it. Is that University in Israel that did the largest study on vaccinated populations? <laughs> natural immunity is better. I have natural immunity already. So, why put my health at risk to get a vaccine that does come with a decent chance of having some sort of side effect? Or why open myself to the possibility of reinfection when? Natural immunity pretty much makes it like what ninety eight to ninety nine percent chance that you will not have a a secondary bout of COVID. So you know I'm not even that worried about it. And you know I I don't care if I leave. I don't. Everyone's hiring. I, I'm sure I, I it's pretty easy for me to find a, a place that has. You know, 100 people are less working there. Well, it would be less because ideally I'd probably be the 100th person or, you know, just it's not 100 people who work there in general. There's a bunch of small businesses all over this area that are looking for people right now. But, you know, I, I like where I'm at. This is fairly close to my house. If I want to go to my friend's house, I walk one way from work. If I want to go to my house, I walk one way from work. If I want to go to the studio to record the podcast, I walk another direction. You know, it, it's all a, a split up. It, it's it's pretty convenient the location of it. I don't mind the hours. You know, 
uh like noon to noon to six or nine in the morning till six at night. I don't mind those hours. You know, I get home about seven thirty, eight o'clock, sit down, record the podcast, shower, mill about for a minute, go to bed, wake up at like six or seven, breakfast, head out the door. I like it. It's it, it, it's a nice uh, it, the the schedule works really well for me, and I get Saturday Sunday Monday off. And since I'm I'm occasionally filming stuff on Fridays, you know I, I I can get Friday off if I ask for it. So this job's pretty convenient, and the people I work with are are, are pretty cool. There's a couple of people in there that are just obnoxious jackasses. Um, but you know I want to keep working there. I'm kind of milling over something in my head right now, and we'll get on that because I'm working out for myself. I'm thinking, yeah, this conversation not only will it give me free content to post, but it will also help me work out the confliction I'm dealing with right now. But anyway, so I find out, I report on it that you know fetal stem cells were used, and as you guys know, I'm, I'm a pro, I'm a pro-life absolutist kind of guy. I don't want the state coming in and making abortion illegal or demanding it, it, it be illegal or legal. It, it should just be an option. I'm against it. I think it's evil. I'll condemn it forever, but I certainly don't want the government coming in and trying to tell you people what they can and cannot do. I just know that I will not let myself get, get into a position where I'm dealing with somebody who wants to abort a kid. I, I, I lead with the whole... I pretty much lead by saying I'm pro-life if the relationship looks like it will go somewhere. So when I found that out, that's what made me go for the uh, religious exemption. Because, you know, I, I know a couple people who went for the religious exemption, but they had, the, you know, we've talked in the past, and they told me they got, like, the flu shot and other shit. So it's like, no, it's not a religious exemption. You, you just found an exemption, and you went for it. Since I'm out through a temp agency, that seems to be a holdup. I'll get to that. Um, but yeah, with this, it, it's actually a moral issue for me. It's something that I'm uncomfortable with on top of already not trusting this vaccine. So I went to, I made an appointment to talk to HR. HR is this fucking dyke, right? This butch, buzz cut, lesbian looking chick. Like I said, this episode might get me in trouble if anybody I worked with here, but I don't really care. I've kind of already made up my mind. I'm just finalizing the process in my head right now. So anyway, you know, there's this lady. I'm not going to name names or anything. It's not worth it. It's not like she's a public figure to go after. She's just some... She's a, a millennial young white woman with a dyke haircut. So maybe a gender studies degree somewhere, if I'm guessing. You know, I make an appointment, and it set, it set a red flag off already. Like, this woman doesn't respect me or have any interest in being respectful because, I, you know, I go to shake her hand, and she has a fist bump. Which, if you want to try and say, well, maybe it's for COVID, that's still physical skin-on-skin contact. Uh, shaking hands versus fist bumping is completely different things. Maybe she's just so corporate she thinks that that's a way to, like, uh, uh, level with somebody. <laughs> a bro fist. No. You know, I, I gave her, like, a dead half-ass fist bump, like, whatever. Let's get this over with. You go in, I'm like, you know, 
uh, I'm on, I'm seeking a, an exemption. She's like, okay, so on what grounds? To her defense, she seemed pretty open in the beginning, and I was like, well, you know, they, I'm not one to go for the exemptions. If I don't like a policy, I'll just leave and find a place not implementing it. So, but I like it here, and it's come to, it's come out that fetal stem cells, basically, you know, aborted fetuses were used in the testing and development of the vaccines, and I'm not, on a moral level, I'm not comfortable with it. And she's like, well, that's not true. There are, there wasn't fetal stem, like, it, yeah, there was. I told her, I was like, yeah, no, there absolutely was. You can look in it. It got leaked out, and then the NIH had to come out and admit to it. Pfizer came out and had to address it publicly. It, it They confirmed it. They said specifically in the leaked audio, we can't let the lines of fetal stem cell research come out because we find the consequences of having this information on the public is more detrimental than beneficial to health and safety concerns. Uh, I refer you to Project Veritas. Out of those videos that came out, Pfizer had to kind of confess, like, yeah, we did. And, you know, she was like, yeah, that's not, that's not an option. Sorry. I'm like a bitch. I'm paraphrasing summary and up just to rush through this. Uh, the important part was she said there wasn't as, yeah, there fucking is. And she's like, well, we have a deadline for it. I'm like, no, I know. November 2nd at 5 o'clock was already kind of what I was intended to be my last day. I like it here. She was like, no, I get that. And from what I, you know, everything I've heard about you, is I've heard great things about you. No one has anything, I haven't heard anything bad about you. I've only heard nice things. And we're hurting pretty bad here for staff members, you know, we're, we're very short-staffed. And I'm just listening to her talk about this shit. I'm just sitting there thinking like, yeah, because you want to put a fucking mandate through. A mandate that hasn't been put through a legislation put in a bill, hasn't even had an executive order put on it. Because as soon as it was as soon as that shit happens, the Supreme Court's gonna take it and just dunk that shit right into the trash can. Uh, but this power dyke, I, I assure you, doesn't have the interest or the concern to actually do any research. She does what corporate tells her to do and she's a good little dancing monkey for corporate. So you know, I leave. Interview ends there, and I'm like, all right, well, it seems like November 2nd is my last day. So I leave. I go out there. Uh, one of the floor managers is like, hey, you know, what what, like, hey, what happened? I was like, oh, well, you know, I went for the exemption, but she's not going to, she said I'm not going to get it. And she made a point of saying that, it's, you know, I'm a temp, so it doesn't really matter if I get it or not. So whatever. And, you know, there's no hair off my back. I already kind of felt like I was going to be leaving November 2nd anyway. So, you know, I go on through my day. Uh, a couple of the other people I work with came over like, hey, is that really what happened? And I, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, we had a little meeting. It's whatever. It's between us, though. You know, I'm not trying to stir shit at work up too much. Ruffle some feathers here and there, perhaps. But that's about the most of it. So I go in today. Um, you know, I'm doing my shit. Get everything set up for the shift. And floor manager and, like, one of the big bosses calls me over. And he's like, hey. You know, we, we heard that you're trying to go for the exemption and, you know, you got denied for it, but you're a great worker. We want you to stay. So, you know, we, we've come up with an idea, but you have to wear a mask. Uh, not even a split second later. I'm like, I'm not wearing a mask. That's a deal breaker. 
And I, I could tell that that wasn't what that clearly wasn't what they wanted to hear. But it is, you know, it's it's, you know, there's various independent reports that have come out and stated how prolonged mask wearing for hours on end weakens your lungs because your lungs adjust to uh, the reduced amount of oxygen flowing in, and and they they get used to that. So when you wear you stop wearing a mask permanently and you just breathe in the oxygen. For a few months on end, you can have these huge coughing fits. I I know people who are having massive coughing fits as we speak. I'll just be talking to them and they start hacking up a goddamn lung, and it's because they're you know their shit's all adjusted to not having as much oxygen as they were used to having. And you know he's like, look, you know we're we're trying to work with you, and I was like, no, I get that, I get that. And they're like, well, you know, we can pay you a little bit more, uh, give you more hours. And I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, more hours would be pretty nice. They're pretty short, like really short-staffed. And, and apparently there's a couple of fields I'm really good at that they want me to stick around because I'm good at these uh, specific fields like repack and, and putting shit away. But, so I just am kind of stewing over in my head like, do I just wear a mask every fucking day at work? Get there at 6 in the morning, leave at 6 at night, and wear a mask the whole time? Well, to be fair, they did say since there's going to be, like, no one here at, like, 6 to... Between 6 and 9. 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. 9 a.m., sorry. So 6 to 9 a.m. That, you know, there's no one here, so I, I wouldn't really have to wear a mask at that point, but afterwards, but that's still... 9 a.m. to, like... Six thirty, seven o'clock at night, and p.m. wearing a mask the whole shift, and you know that's originally the part I was kicking around, but it, it sort of dawned on me because I'm thinking like, you know what? I, I donate plasma twice a week. I go in there and I wear wear a mask the entire time I'm in there, but I'm only in there for like an hour and a half at most, two tops on rare occasions. So, you know, why why don't I have a problem wearing a mask there, but I would have a problem wearing one at work? It kind of dawned on me. It, it's segregation. I'm not a fan of it. Hold on. It's not as big of a jump as it first seems. So the people who aren't going to be wearing the mask, there are people who are vaccinated, but the people who will be wearing a mask are the people who aren't vaccinated. Well... And that's where the issue comes in. And this job has a bunch of perks. I take home free out. I take home a bunch of alcohol at the end of the week. I get a three day weekend. I get a half hour paid break. I got decent. I got pretty cool coworkers I can crack and shoot the shit with. It's right next to my house. Pretty easy to and from work. They don't do drug testing. None of that shit. But on the other hand, do I really want to work for these bosses who are going to get so authoritarian so quickly over a thing that's not even a real mandate yet? And I say yet because anything could happen. That they start implementing these BS policies. And God knows like how many more mandates and crazy shit the Biden administration could put forward down the road. This could just be the peak of it, right? Like, like, like this could just be be the first in a line of crazy workplace requirements the Biden administration tries to force through into reality. 
that I'm feeling like I'm not going to stick around. I've already found a handful of other places that are like, yeah, we're not going to do masks and we're not going to do mandates. Don't ask, don't tell. That's fine by me. Is I none of them? The only downside is most of them are in job fields I have no interest in. But when it comes to making the money to pay the bills, I don't care if I have an interest in it or not. I have a very small list of requirements, and even then, they're not like the strongest of requirements. But it, you're going to create a, a two-tier, two-class workspace. You're going to have people who don't have to wear the mask because they're vaccinated. Despite the science coming out now that the people who are the vaccinated are the people who do the shedding. The people who the mutations come from. The people who have uh, the highest chance of a breakthrough COVID case. The people who are asymptomatic super spreaders if they don't have a breakthrough case. Are the people who are vaccinated. So this is actually a pandemic of the vaccinated, right? But those people who are vaccinated are the ones who don't have to wear a mask. They're going to be treated a lot differently, a little bit better. They're going to be seen differently than the per- than the person who's not wearing a mask. Or or as opposed to a person who is wearing the mask. Because the person wearing a mask isn't vaccinated. It, it creates a segregated workspace between the clean and the unclean. And that's something that dawned on me a little while ago, and I've just been stewing over that, like, huh, fuck, that is, that, that is a that is a thing. So I'm feeling more and more as I think about that. I'm just gonna be like, hey, yeah, November second at five o'clock, my last day. You know, I, I appreciate the opportunity. It was a cool workplace. If you guys ever change your mind, let me know because I'm not changing my fucking mind. And I'm pretty confident saying down the road from now, these actions are gonna be judged very critically. And people like this are going to be the, the butt of jokes in the future. But until that happens, you know, we're, we're stuck in this reality. Like I said, I already talked to other people that are like, yeah, we'll hire you. We don't give a fuck if you're vaccinated or not. And we don't want you to wear a mask. So it's like, nah, win. That's a win right there. I do have a bunch of like, uh, I did say if I did take it up, I, I have like a series of like, Sarcastic mask. Like I got a mask that says nineteen eighty-four is not an instruction manual. Uh this mask is useless, so is yours. This mask this mask is as useless as Joe Biden. Uh this is not what freedom looks like. Make oxygen great again. Socialism distancing. Like you get the standard. Like they range from funny to threatening to sarcastic. You know, I, I got a collection of masks with, with like, quips written on them and memes on them. And part of me wants to just show up to work, for a little while at least, wearing these masks so that Dyke HR lady has to see me at work, know that I'm not vaccinated, and see me wearing a mask that is just red-pilled. So that's like the only thing that's kind of making me think like, hmm, maybe I should stay just to get that under that bitch's skin. But at the same time, it's like, is she worth it? No. Is it worth hurting my lungs even for a short period of time? No. And at the fucking uh, plasma clinic, I was saying earlier, you know, I wear a mask there, but everyone wears a mask there. Management wears a mask there. Nurses wear a mask there. Everybody wears a fucking mask there. There is no division between people who are and are not vaccinated. They say, we don't care. I've, I've heard people come in and be like, but I'm fully vaccinated. They're like, yeah, we don't care. Wear the mask. 
And it's like, well, you know, I, I hate wearing a mask, but at the same time, this is a medical clinic. And I respect it. You know, my issue isn't so much that a private business is making a mandate. Because it's your business. Do what you want, no matter how fucking asinine and retarded it fucking is. Do it if you gotta, or if you wanna. I have a problem with the federal government telling businesses how they have to run and operate the can-dos and can't-dos of, you know, the of what they have to do. And the Plasma Place is a private, you know, it's a private business. They have a mask rule. It's their constitutional right as a private business to do whatever they want. When it comes to stuff like that. No shirt, no shoes, no service. But I'm just... I don't want to subject myself to having to deal with a, a, a two-tiered work environment. So I'm more likely just going to quit. I'm just trying to finalize that in my head because I feel like I'll be fucking over some people who don't deserve to be fucked over. But at the same time, it's not me fucking them over. It's literally the workplace and the asinine but fucking paranoid cunts that run the place. I don't know. Just shit I'm thinking about right now. Trying to figure it out in my head. Every every every, every reason I think to stay, I, I can justify, like, dude, you're trying to stay for free alcohol. The shit that's, like, fucking up your body right now. Drinking alcohol is what you want to stay. Or you want to stay to wear a mask to piss off some random fucking college-educated twat muncher. Fuck. And it's like, that's not a good reason to stay, because I'm literally just staying to, to enjoy someone being unhappy. Which, uh, I'm not going to lie, I would enjoy, I'd, I'd enjoy seeing them get pissed off that I'm working there still. But like, why put my health at risk? Why compromise on, on my on my beliefs? So on those grounds, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely, most likely, I'm definitely going to quit. Who am I kidding? It's, it's finalized, pretty much. It's just me trying to figure out. I just feel bad because they're like, oh, we need you to stay. You know, we're, we're dealing with this, that, and the other. And it's like, well, it's not me making these rules, man. It's literally the business. Uh, and, and the big boss who was like the one who was like, look, we, we made a deal. You know, you, you wear a mask and you keep working here. I'm going to be like, yeah, I thought about it. it, it you, you're making a segregated workplace. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. So November 2nd at 5 o'clock is my last day. If that's a problem for you, if you want, we can make today my last day, and I'll just figure something else out. I really need to start getting better about my money. <laughs> that's the thing. Because when this happens, I need to be able to save fucking cash. I just spent some money getting this new microphone, a, a boom arm, uh, a filter, some editing software. The works. But, you know, it, it, it is what it is, I guess. Uh, check back in at 1 o'clock. There might be a 1 o'clock upload. I, I got a lot of shit I need to do. Uh, other than work, I got some personal stuff in my in my personal life I've been, I've been dealing with. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening to the show. Uh, if you're dealing with anything similar like this in your life, please leave it in the comments and let me know. Uh, also, there's a Facebook group you can join. Uh, I'm trying to get people in it. It's... Americans against authority. Uh, Americans against authority. It's like a, a group of people who are against mandates getting together to chat and talk on Facebook. We're a pretty small little community, so you know if you're on Facebook, come check us out. That's Americans against authority. Uh, we're hoping to organize. And I have to stress: organize peaceful protests, peaceful demonstrations, not just in my state, but in, in, in all fifty states if we can. 
Um, I got a couple other potential guests that I'm talking to about coming on the show. We had a gubernatorial candidate, Evan Space, on about a month ago now. So I'm talking to a couple other uh, possible people coming on. A couple of them are gubernatorial candidates. Uh, I may convert it to audio if I can find a way to do it, but I have an interview with a, a restaurant owner about how this economy is impacting his business and the struggles he's been going through. So I, I, I'm going to be uploading that soon when I put all of it together. It may just be up on the Rumble account, and the Rumble is outside four walls. Spelled the same way, except for, in, except for saying inside, it's outside, because you know it's me going outside of the studio and actually directing the world, filming like Trump rallies, uh, demonstrations, protests, the likes. So that's, uh, that's out there. If I can get these guests on. Uh, I, I'm putting together the script for a, a second Joe Biden interview. We, we had, a we had Joe Biden R on like four or five months ago. It's hard to believe that's been just about a year and a half, almost, no, about two years that I've been doing the podcast as like a, a, a serious thing. And, and you know, we've grown substantially in that time frame. You know, we're, we're a small community of people here, but, you know, we nonetheless, we, we are a community. Uh, I've talked to some of you privately in, like, like you know, chats and shit. I'm, on, I'm in a couple of y'all's discords. Some of you give me some of my favorite memes and ideas for, uh, for episode content and shit. So I, I appreciate you guys for being here. You know, I, I, I know I've gone MIA a few times, sometimes for longer periods than, than I, I have intended to. But sort of just like, you know, that, that that's the gauntlet. I need to be more diligent. You know, if I know I'm going to be possibly out of town and able to record, I need to have some kind of content on a schedule to go up. I understand that. Uh, it, it bothers me that I don't get content up on a daily basis. Like, like I uh, like I try really hard to do. But I, I guess it's not, I guess I don't try hard enough. That, because, you know, I... I fuck around, right? Like, I, I lay on my phone, play some video games, maybe mess around with the workout equipment, uh, do literally anything besides record a podcast. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of shitty. But my, my numbers, you know, if I do consistent uploads for a few days, all of a sudden I'm gone for a few days, but then I start doing consistent uploads again. At first, you know, it's like, Maybe ten percent decrease in in uh, the amount of viewerships I'll get in like twenty four hours or listens I get in twenty four hours, but I usually get right back to where I was before I, I took a little hiatus within like a day or two. So so you guys are, are pretty consistent. Uh, and when it comes to like amount of, amount of like listeners and followers I have or insiders as I've taken to calling you guys. For the amount of insiders that actually follow and favorite the podcast, it's pretty damn close to the amount of people that listen regularly to the show. And, you know, I do usually end up having more people listen to a podcast than actually follow the podcast. So I just, I just want to take a moment at the end of this and say, you know, we're going to some uncertain times. Joe Biden promised, promised us a dark winter, and it looks like the dark winter is coming rapidly. Um, but I want you guys to, to love each other. I want you guys to organize stuff in your community. I want you to do outreach, talk to people, 
get the ground game going for whichever political party you want to win in 2022. I'd rather be a bunch of Republicans because at, at worst, Republicans do fucking nothing. They just sit there and they keep the status quo, which, fine, stabilize. Do nothing exciting but stabilize. That's fine. Or alternatively, you get on, on the silver or on like the good side of that, you get people like uh, Madison Cawthorn or, you know, uh, what's her name? Something like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene or even Donald Trump. You know, you get people that have flaws but actually get shit done and have policy ideas and ambitions to do the policy ideas they set forth. So that's the side that I'm going for. But if you want to go out there and get socialists on the ticket, whatever the fuck you want to do, do it. You know, just get involved. Um, we, I don't care which side of the political compass you're listening from. If you see the problem with the Uniparty in D.C., well, we need to do something about that. We need to organize protests, hit the ground, you know, go door-to-door, talk to people, network, build connections, and end this fucking authoritarian nightmare. Because you can't comply your way out of, out of the shit. You can't. We we've we've capitulated, and we've said, "Oh yeah, that's fine. It's just that. It's just a mask. It's just two weeks. It's just 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 and more just." And now we're here to the point where people are being told, "Get a medical procedure against your will, or be homeless, be jobless." And a lot of people are fighting back, but at the same time, you know, we the people need to fight back. But that being said, I'm your host James Madison, and I wish you guys a great rest of your morning.